Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for August 19th, 2016. Here on the show tonight, we've got Skojo. Hey, Skojo. Hey. How's it going? Uh, recovering from a head cold, oh, but otherwise, that's okay. Nasty. Well, I'm glad you can be here with us. Uh, we've got Cherba. Hey, Cherba. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. Dealing with the heat that's been coming in here. How's Australian winter treating you? It is okay. Yeah. Like, it is cold, but I get to wear my leather jacket sometimes, so I will deal with it. Dog getting some good running in? Uh, yes, she is. <laughs> Dog is still running around like a maniac. She gets exercise daily because she is small but energetic. <laughs> Ah, and somebody must have pressed X because we have Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, everybody. My beard isn't quite as bushy as Cherba's because it's still summer here. It is. Uh, I was actually clean shaven the last time we recorded a show. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how's things over at ATW 9K treating you? We're doing okay. We've done a lot of movie nights lately because, you know, vacations, summer stuff going on. So if you want to listen to some interesting takes on some weird, dumb movies, that's the place to be. Indeed it is. Uh, the wonderful folks at ATW9K are nothing nothing if not capable of producing hours upon hours of wonderful content. Check them out at, hey, Turbo, what's that URL again? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be uh, mamath.storeenvy.com. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, so that will be syndicated.com/slash/atw9k <laughs> or facebook.com/slash/atw9k if you want to go to a website where people actually go. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we've had a couple of weeks of no shows. Those are all true things. Th- those are all true things. <laughs> we've had a couple of weeks of no shows here uh, on Friday Night Party Line and Acceptable Vices, mostly because I was hideously behind on my work, and I finally managed to catch up. But we're ready to fall right into it with, for a change, a uh, lovely lack of, uh, of of politics stuff, though we may spoil that at the end. Uh, first things first, uh, we're going to dip into a tried and true topic for us, autonomous vehicles. But for a change, it's not going to be about Tesla. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, little driverless minibuses. Um, in Helsinki, they're going to start having some, you know, driverless minibuses. They're basically trains on roads. Very strange. Trevor, I think these are the most adorable little buses I've ever seen in my life. They certainly have their charm, that's for sure. <laughs> they definitely kind of look in that way where if I was killed by one, I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering they only go, like, what, four miles an hour or something like that? They top out at, uh, they top out at six. Six. Six miles an yeah. hour. If you can't avoid that. <laughs> well, maybe you were playing too much Pokemon Go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look it down on my cell phone. Yeah, you can't underestimate. <laughs> I think I think these little guys. I think these little guys are actually. I don't care uh, what you say. Even at six miles an hour, they're still death traps. <laughs> in in what way, Jason? In what way is something that goes slower than a frisbee a death it's trap? It's the rise of the machines, Victor. Haven't you? Haven't you seen Terminator 2? Don't you know what this leads to? Yeah, you know, I have seen Terminator 2. This is Cyberdyne systems all over again. I, I for one, am not ready to embrace our robot overlords. Yeah, they may move only six miles an hour, but they don't need to stop. And you do. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the incredible 
espionage documentary, Austin Powers, where it's that not one so guy was killed by the the machine. <laughs> Hold on, one at a time, Cherba. Didn't you see the espionage documentary, Austin Powers, where that one fellow was unfortunately killed in a horrific accident with a slow-moving vehicle? <laughs> yes. Well, what was it? A Zamb- it wasn't a Zamboni. That was Deadpool. No, oh, Jesus. If you ran over someone with a Zamboni, that'd be fucking... That'd be soup. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A uh, Was it a steamroller? Was that what it was? Yes, a steamroller. Ah. That was also in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That was... That was legitimately horrific. It was not played for laughs. That was crazy. Ah, but if these things, I'm just going to put it out there that I've got about a six second delay. Yeah, Dang. yeah, which is hilarious because I'm not the one in Australia. <laughs> well, you of- are. You are in Ohio. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that we hold our internets together here with maple syrup, but that's clearly Canada. <laughs> Whoa! That was a solid five seconds! Holy crap! I'm not joking. No. <laughs> what kind of torrents are you downloading there? <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with you. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there really is a delay, though. <laughs> Yeah, I figured when you and uh, Cherba started talking at the same time uh, that the delay was going to be there. Yeah. I guess uh, someone can fix that in post, right, Victor? <laughs> you have no idea how much delay I cut out of the show when I edit. Uh, but at any rate, um, these little minibuses, if they started appearing in, in your neck of the nudes, it, neck of the nudes, neck of the hood... <laughs> Hold on, I can do this. I can speak. If these minibuses started appearing in your neck of the woods, um, assuming you have much need for public transit, would you even bother with them? I mean, they don't move particularly fast, and they don't have particularly much capacity. Well, probably not, no, because getting... Like, say I wanted to get from here into town, or even from here to the nearest university. Getting from here to the nearest university at six miles an hour would take me about 45 minutes. <laughs> I really I really don't think they're supposed to be for, like, long-distance travel. I think it's more of, like, you're in D.C., like, going between, like, different that's, places, you know, that type even, of travel. That's not even long distance. That's like I could buy car. I could get there in like two minutes. No, I know, but you're just yeah. trying to like get there, like six <laughs> minutes. You know, like you only need to be. It's only you know, uh, I'm not not real far. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not. Everything's everything's just way too far apart here for them to be viable as public transport. But I could see public institutions like some of those universities. Yeah, picking them up and using them at places like the UQ campus in town. At least I think it's UQ. But he. Uh, because that campus is huge. Mm. It takes a lot of walking to get around from building to building on that campus. Oh yeah. So yeah. stick one of those in there, get from the sports science building over to the, say, the Chanel Theatre. Yeah, that's much yeah. better. Yeah. University I mean, transportation system seems like the, the perfect yeah. use for something like that. Seems like the go-to for it. But, I mean, in particularly, I mean, uh, my alma mater, the, the campus is literally as big as Disneyland. Actually, it's it's bigger. Actually, with the new with the new buildings they added, it's now bigger than Disneyland. Getting from one part of campus to the other, 
you basically had to be on some kind of wheels, either a bike or a skateboard. <laughs> I thought you were about to say some kind of drugs. <laughs> oh, that too. Well, well, well it is UCLA, <laughs> I guess. That that that's UCLA. We we're, we're mu- we were much more. Uh, well, no. Full of drugs. I, I I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna even pretend that uh, my alma mater didn't have drug problems. But um yeah no I mean it just it, I I don't really see this as an application inside of even a major metropolitan area because presumably a, a metro area would have some uh, okay Jason Jason was booted oh well <laughs> Jason oh. says thanks gents it was good talking to you from the moon. <laughs> Oh, well. But yeah, even a major metro area would presumably already have infrastructure in place for like a subway system or some sort of serviceable bus system or a light rail around the place. And even then, I mean, I think a lot of people would have bikes if, you know, if they're of that, if they're interested in some sort of alternate transportation. These sort of things would really be good for big private campuses like universities or, you know, theme parks. Yeah, theme parks would be a good application for it. Fucking stick a pair of Mickey Mouse ears on it. Fucking put a dumb voice in there, you know. Hi, assuming, kids. Assuming you don't have bus. a monorail. Monorail. Actually, I'm pretty sure they shut down the monorail at Disney because people kept fucking in it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I think. How did, I mean, last time I was there, they had some it? kind of. Last time I was there, they had some kind of train system there, but like, yeah, they at one of the Disneylands, they definitely shut down the monorail system because people kept fucking in it. Huh. Because <laughs> they were very small, like pod-like carriages that only held like two or three people. So people <laughs> would wait and get in there with only two people, and then just screw as they got fucking whizzed around Disneyland by oh. magnetic force. Nice. Uh, you fi- you make an enclosed space, people will find some way to fucking it. <sighs> Same reason I don't drink water. There's fish fucking it. Okay, <laughs> I was. I was I, I had no idea where you're going with that, but. All right. Ah. Not sure I did either. <laughs> <laughs> Making it up as you go along, eh, Chirps? Story of my life. <laughs> uh, oh. I mean, uh, it's just, you know, it's, this is just like technology that will get better with time, and then they'll have faster and faster buses, and then I they'll mean, start taking over. I mean, I think the biggest benefit that could come out of this is that since it's being, uh, you know, run by it's being you know it's a technology that's being developed by a a university uh by university research at the very least the data it collects on how it interacts with people will be able to lend itself to building the database of you know how autonomous vehicles should act with people (laughs) not run them over run them over don't run them over at six miles an hour while they're playing pokemon go um, Don't shove your passengers under semi-trailers, Elon Musk. Please take note. <laughs> oh come on, that was that was kind of. I mean, you look at how that how that tractor trailer looked to the Tesla. You can kind of understand why it happened. Oh, I can understand why it happened. It's just that why it happened is still an engineering failure that they should have seen coming, and they didn't. <laughs> well, they do say it's in beta and to keep your hands on the wheel. But hey, if it's in beta and your product can fucking kill someone, maybe don't release it to the general public. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, I think we've, uh, for lack of an engine, I think we've exhausted that topic. Um, <laughs> gonna move along here. Cherba, uh, tell me, what, 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 what's going on with Gawker? 
How's that going? Yeah, seems fine to me. I'm looking at Jalopnik right now, and you know, nothing much going on. <laughs> Same old Jalopnik. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, but, nothing. A little but, bit of uh, uh, getting yeah. getting you a little bit bugged about uh, how things are going with it. Maybe something to no, do with no, a, not really. a, a lawsuit. Not anything. With, nothing to do with a lawsuit well, it, with a wrestler. Nothing. <laughs> No, no, which wrestler? I don't really follow wrestling. Oh, okay then. No. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit of a eulogy for a car that... <laughs> no, we're talking about this. Uh... <laughs> helpful as always, Cherba. Helpful as always. I object to calling him a wrestler. He is, in fact, now a famous racist. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. That's true. Who had to have, if I, if memory recalls, a, uh, a a giant key keyboard made for him for his sausage fingers. Uh. <laughs> that I didn't know. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Really? He no. had the same problem with normal computer keyboards that, you know, fat-fingered people normally have with phone keyboards. Huh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know. He doesn't really have hands so much as paws. <laughs> he doesn't really have hands. <laughs> <laughs> He's got paws. More like it. He's like, Ah, uh, so Gawker. Doc- you, brother. Oh. Wait, that was like three wrong wrestlers in one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Gawker.com uh, is going to be shut down next week. Uh, they had that lawsuit... Um, Against uh, Harry... Balea. Uh, what? Balea. Balea. Terry Balea. Um, and uh, they lost, and they appealed it, and the judge said no. They're ap- no, 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 that's not how appeals work. Okay. Elucidate me. Uh, what they have to do from memory, so I might get one or two details wrong, is when the trial's finished, they appeal to the judge... And the judge says no, and then issues a written decision, and then from that written decision, they can then launch a formal appeal, which is actually go- taking it back to court and changing the decision. Well, if the decision merits changing, right. which it almost certainly will, because it's going to appellate court judges rather than a jury, and it was a bit of a shambles of a trial. So, mm. yeah. Like, for example, a lot of evidence was barred from the court, even though it had no reason to be barred from the court. Like, for example, the evidence that Hulk Hogan was lying under oath when he was testifying about the tapes and Uh not knowing of their existence and not knowing about the existence of a second tape where he says even more racist, horrible things. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Keep destroying my childhood, guys. Keep destroying... Well... I should say, Hulk Hogan, uh, keep destroying my childhood. You know what? It's a crazy thing. But as far as I'm concerned, I think think Terry um, Balea is no longer worthy of the Hulk Hogan name. It's true. Because Hulk Hogan Hogan was a lot more thick-skinned than Terry Balea. And uh, he's not worthy of the mantle, shall we say. So uh, He's been using that dodge of like, oh, Terry Belier and Hulk Hogan are different people. No, 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 no. fucking years now. No. <laughs> they are not two different people because as of yet, nobody has taken up the Hulk Hogan name. Uh, not worthy, but still the I same I remember person. at one point him trying to defend himself by saying, no, no, Hulk Hogan was strong because... He went to sleep at the right time and said his prayers and took vitamins. It was Terry Belia who got strong by taking steroids. And he's like, no, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck him. Goodness. But anyway, anyway, it was also funded by notorious far-right 
crazy person, racist, and gay man, Peter Thiel, who had a bone to pick with Gorka for reporting on him fucking his hedge fund completely. Yeah. Yeah. And and reporting on his his gayness. Yeah, yeah, but he was already out by that point, so... I thought they outed him. No, they did not. Yeah, I thought they that was... absolutely did angry. not. Huh. Hmm. Okay. That's reported it wrong. Well, yeah, and uh, so Peter Thiel funded uh, Terry Belia's lawsuit, and uh, now Gawker uh, was uh, ordered to make payable basically the hundred and what was it the uh, how many how many how much money was it uh i believe it was 125 135 million million? yeah 140 million uh awarded to terry balia better known as hulk hogan who sued gawker alleging invasion of privacy uh so they were awarded to them and they were ordered that they had to make it available so gawker was gawker media went to bankruptcy court uh wherein univision decided to buy them Uh, well rather they put a bid um well They've pretty much bought them now. Yeah. Um, so they're out there. They're uh, <laughs> well. We found out what we found out why Jason's bandwidth was so bad. Why uh, was that? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll copy this. I don't know if he wants me to share this. Um, Roger But um, yeah. So uh, Univision has has bought the has bought Gawker, but apparently they don't really care about the Gawker brand because they're letting Gawker go away, and they're gonna keep uh, Kotaku and Gizmodo. <laughs> And uh, all the other Gawker stuff, except Gawker. So that's unfortunate. I was uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who works pretty exclusively in business reporting and startups and all that sort of shit. And uh, what he reckons is actually that it's a tactical closure rather than a necessary closure. Really? Yeah. Basically, what they're doing is they're taking Gawker because Gawker is the target of all these lawsuits and shit like that. They're shuffling all of their losses and debts and all the other fucking Deadwood and other crap in there, (laughs) turning it into a toxic asset, and then just cutting it loose as a legally separate entity and shutting it down. Clever. Yeah. I like it. That's not a bad move. Which means that the sites that remain, that used to be under the Gawker brand, they're now free and clear. They don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about all this shit. means that Hulk Hogan, and more importantly fucking rich revenge seeking weirdo peter thiel <laughs> sorry peter teal not thiel teal I, i'm trying to correct that mistake like the color <laughs> yes it turns out that they don't get a red cent out of it <laughs> because there's uh, no sense funny. left for them to get womp womp and it's also a and also as a purely personal thing well not for me i mean for them mm-hmm. it's also a giant middle finger to Peter Thiel that then shoots up into the sky and explodes <laughs> into a thousand hands, flipping him off and going, "Hey, how's this for revenge, you fuckface?" It's a <laughs> fuck you firework. Because while Gorka, the brand or the branded site, shuts down all of the Gorka operations that were actually <laughs> that was going concerns that he also wanted to shut down because he wanted to slash and burn the whole thing. Yeah, all of those other brands staying alive, staying going, keeping on, mm. and he can't legally touch them because they're a separate entity to the Gorka that wronged him, which is now a toxic asset and shut down. <sighs> so do you think this case is going to... You think this case is going to continue on through the appellate courts and stuff or do you think once univision um, does is a sort of a it's sort of a moot point or rather it's it's moot hmm. it'll almost certainly continue with the hogan case in the appellate court but mm. i think they'll just let all of the other ones lapse because i mean fucking what what are you gonna do man right <laughs> it's not like they're gonna be able to get anything out of the shutdown gawker brand <laughs> 
Yeah. And it's not like they'll be able to continue and like try and hit them with another lawsuit after they've shut down because that will have passed and there'll be nothing to take from it. So the, now the, here's the here's the question for media types like you and me. One of the big concerns going on when this case came up and when this when it was being decided and stuff like was would this have the chilling effect on the media now that you have billionaires that can bankroll these spurious lawsuits against media companies with the Gawker brand taking the tank on this, but without any appreciable difference actually made on either side, is it still going to have that chilling effect? Uh, yes and no. Because, I mean, what it's going to do is it's going to, a lot of uh, publications going to go, not, oh, we can't publish this, but, oh, let's be careful and put ourselves in a position where they're simply not going to win those lawsuits. Mm. Hmm. But unfortunately, it does also set a precedent of fucking rich assholes just trying to slap suit any fucking media outlet they don't like out of existence. Well, I mean, that uh, on that side, that precedent was set the moment Peter Thiel engage the lawsuit to begin with because it all it did was all it had to do was give other rich folks with boogeymen in their closet the idea that oh well if this ever comes out i'll just sue the ever-loving crap out of you know whoever releases it yeah the success is what kind of locks it in stone though because this isn't the first time it's been tried it's the first time it's <laughs> succeeded because yeah. uh, if you'll remember frank vandersloot uh he actually tried to do it to mother jones got yeah. caught and then failed because the judge basically went, no, 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 stop that. You're not allowed to do that again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's a shame that it happened. Gawker for, I mean, and let's be honest, it was not the most reputable of media outlets. Um, had its uh, had its good parts, but uh, now they're going to be, now most of the good parts are going to be under the umbrella of Univision, which is much bigger and has a lot more lawyers. So... So, my question is, what happens to all the Gawker articles? Like, are they just going to disappear, or...? Uh, don't know. Uh, nobody so far has been clear about what that... what happens with that, where it goes, whether yeah. Univision will continue hosting it, or whether it'll all go away with the set things. Because, I mean, Valleywag, after it shut down, in a... well, not in a similar fashion because of the corporate switching around, but... Yeah after that blog was shut down by Gawker and it was all reshuffled into a different brand, they still kept all that content around. All the Valleywag content still exists. Yeah. Pro probably much to Peter Thiel's fucking annoyance, considering <laughs> how often they reported on him crashing his hedge fund into the ground by <laughs> buying into far-right-wing chicken little bullshit. <laughs> my, uh, my, I was going to say, the uh, my favorite article that I can remember from Gawker was the uh, one about the person trying to, uh, or was that Gawker or was that one of the uh, sister sites where they tried to, the, the writer was trying to see if, uh, what was it, Fridays would do the unlimited appetizers, if it actually would work, and he just kept eating mozzarella sticks. And it's like this great play-by-play -play of him sitting there all day getting his unlimited oh, appetizers. Oh, God, I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're just like not that great to begin with. So, nope. oh, should have picked a different appetizer. Yeah, I know, right? The what the mod sticks? Like, pick something good. And the mozzarella <laughs> sticks are just greasy and they're 
dense. All it's going to leave you with is a little condensed ball of hate in your stomach. Oh, and later, even worse. Oh. I'm a journalist. I have one of those anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. We've got a couple more topics. But uh, let's talk a little bit about those Donald Trump statues that have been popping up <laughs> all across popping the U.S. Up, but not very far. But not very yeah. far. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we, uh, those things. Uh, so what it is is that um, all over the U.S. and most of the major metropolitan areas, uh, these larger than life Trump statues um, suddenly appeared. Um <laughs> <laughs> and they were put up by this group called uh, in De- yeah this uh, anarchist collective called in decline uh, one word uh, and they're responsible for it and they're calling the project the emperor has no balls um, <laughs> it's just um, if if you are unaware with uh, with with you know fairy tales and and parables and such uh, it's it's a play on the old story the emperor has new clothes the emperor's new clothes uh, wherein a uh, a similarly narcissistic uh, emperor gets conned into str- into taking a walk outside believing he's wearing invisible clothes or rather clothes that only the most uh, what was it the the most worthy or most capable people can see uh basically he was he was tricked into walking outside naked um and it's called yeah the emperor he's got no clothes uh this one the emperor has no balls and it is oh quite frankly they're horrific um it is it's kind of creepy it is so weird looking it's it's like ugh. but they but they're there and they're art <laughs> of sorts um and it led to it led to one of the the best tweets uh the best quotes ever put out there um by a public official um it says um josh uh, let's see um the new york city parks department uh stated um New York City Park stands firmly against any unpermitted erection in city parks, no matter how small. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, which was kind of amazing. But they're already starting to be taken down by the various, you know... Can't imagine why. Right? They're just horrific. <laughs> and they got, like, the veins and everything, too. It's just so... I didn't look that closely. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I didn't look that close either. Well, there are close-up pictures. There are pictures of it on the uh, on the Verge article. I I saw it in, and there's like a big ass blue vein going down Trump the Trump statue's neck, and <laughs> oh god, it's just disgusting. Uh, it, it's disgusting, but almost you don't want to look away. It's like one of those horrible, horrible things. It's like a train yeah, wreck. You don't want to look away. <laughs> it's just like ah. Oh. And yet there are people in there posing with it and taking Well, I mean, if I saw it and, you know, you see it personally, you're just like, hey, this is pretty crazy. It is Got to take a picture. Put it on the, on the Facebooks. Now, my question is, has the Trump campaign commented on this? Oh, I was about to ask you if you had read anything because I had not. A, a cursory, um, cursory Twitter um, look. Uh, da, 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 the re- I assume some surrogate would have had to have said something by now. Let's see here. Three hours ago, twelve hours ago, I will make America great again. Hillary. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Nothing about it. Not a one. Nothing. <laughs> who's Not got expected. the? Who's who has wrapped up 
Trump's fingers in duct tape, that he's not tweeting about this furiously. <laughs> Furious. Well, well, he has a new campaign manager. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does, but we're not gonna get we're not we're not gonna get too into that. Well, no, I'm just saying like for being a fucking cat's paw of Putin, despite the fact that they previously claimed that Mr. Manafort had never met or known Putin or ever worked for him until photos came out of him sitting next to Putin at a state dinner and chatting with him. Uh, yeah. Okay, are we, are we yeah, doing no. this? Are we getting into politics? Am I giving you a choice? That's more, isn't that kind of, uh, that's not, I mean, that's not totally politics. That's foreign, uh, you know. A foreign family. relations. Foreign relations, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Is that how you're going to justify it to yourself, Scojo? Is that uh, how you're going to make yes. yourself feel better? <laughs> All right. Well, let it never be said. I'm not going to enable you for the sake of good content. Okay, Scojo, tell me. How has Trump's campaign how has Trump's campaign infrastructure been going? Do tell. Well, when you're, you know, the, I, it's when you're campaign manager and uh, what was it? Campaign strategist. He had like two titles. Mm. Uh, happens to be found to be taking money off the books from a pro-Russian group when he was working in Ukraine, like, and he didn't decide to report it anywhere. Mm-hmm. That, especially when there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about how Russia is screwing with the U.S. elections. I can't imagine why he may have resigned. <laughs> mm, yeah. I mean, not, I mean to, to say nothing of the fact that... Uh, there was a complete reshuffling of the uh, oh, campaign organization. God, and we're not even talking. I didn't even bring up the fact who replaced him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, my God. Pray tell, Skojo, who did replace him? Oh, God. I don't know his name, but he's the, uh, what, CEO of uh, Breitbart News? Or- oh, Breitbart? <laughs> well, what, what are they about? Oh, they're they're a well-respected news agency, right? Really? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like you should get all your news from them. They are like they. If you think Fox News is the most trusted like news source, then Breitbart should be where you should go next because I mean they're really on par. Really? Oh yeah, totally. Mm. Totally. On the uh, <laughs> on the up and up there, huh? Yeah, pretty much uh, Breitbart News, which is like most like what the link that's going to come from my dad in an email forwarded by twenty people. It's probably going to come from that site. If it's not Infowars, it is then Breitbart News. <laughs> oh, what? No Prison Planet? Man. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, well, if it's really <laughs> racist, then it comes out to be Prison Planet. Uh, no, Breitbart is horrible. Um, it, it's completely terrible. Uh, it is not news. It is, it is 100% spin. That is, I, I think that's a fair, um, fair assessment of the website there. A hundred percent spin. What what I found was really fascinating was the people that suddenly said, with grabbing these people, it's almost like Trump is trying to put together a new far right news source after the election that he can be the head of, like Trump News, you know. And why, would he, why would he do that? He's already got Breitbart News that are ba- with it's basically his Pravda. I mean, yeah, that's true. But uh, I think I, but Breitbart doesn't have a cable news network, and that is what I think they might try to shoot for. Oh, boy. Uh, I, and I say that because it, there's this really great inter, um, like little conversation on Fox News that they that's online where the guy where the one guy who's running the conversation he's like it's almost like they're trying to make 
a cable news show after the thing. And then he's like, oh, my uh, producer's telling me I need to get like go to a commercial now. <laughs> You're just like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he didn't get taken out or anything. He's just like, change the subject. <laughs> Go to something else. Well, because he didn't get taken out, he'd only get taken out if he was speaking out against Hillary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, actually, it's, a, it's kind of a crazy theory that's going around that they were trying to say, like, well, he doesn't really want to win. He just wants to get that 30% of people that won't, like, that will vote for him regardless of what he says. If he can just, like, milk them for everything that they're worth... And then, you know, start your news channel where you're like, well, I, look at me. I was a truth teller in the election. And then, uh, you know, bank that into a nice little cushy, like, news job where he can be the center of attention. It would be uh, perfect. Where he can finally new, satisfy new his unquenchable narcissism. I mean, it makes sense. But then again, I also heard that he pivoted last night, and now he's uh, serious. And uh, I think the quote was... What was the quote? I will get 95% of the black vote in oh, 2020. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Heard I that one this morning. Oh, wait. Looking and then at, you know, go Keep going. You can, you can go. Go ahead, Trubs. Looking at the most recent polls, I'd say it is actually true. He has pivoted into the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, here's what he said about, he's like, you're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose <laughs> by voting for me? Wait, wait. Did he actually say that? Yes, he, he did actually that, say that. That's that's not like an Onion article. He actually said that? Well, he's tried. The point of the argument, that's that's the end of a, of a discussion where he's trying to say that the Democrats have caused that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I mean, this is the same. He's What he's going off of is the same stuff I get from my dad all the time. He sends mm-hmm. me a picture of... Uh, Detroit probably comparing it to some place that was nuked and then says like, hey, see, when was the last time a Republican ran Detroit? And, uh, you know, see, they ran it into the ground. Like, when was not the even last time account. a bloodletter ran a surgical board? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it just, it, 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 you know, it's one of those arguments where it doesn't really take the full picture. It's just, you know, it's it, the exact people that you would expect to be supporting Trump at this point. Uh, that kind of argument works for him. Like that, that argument he's making isn't even in to get like African American people to support him. It's really just to get the low information, uh, like white people that are afraid to maybe be come off as racist to support him. Like, be like oh, oh yeah, he's actually afraid to, to come off as racist. <laughs> I think they're afraid of being accused of being racist. Well, yes, yeah. Well, okay. What I'd like to see is for Trump to punch someone just once. Once. Anyone in particular? Does he take requests? What would be the most damaging? Probably if he hit a dog. If he if he, <laughs> if, if he hit if he kicked a dog, like just not worth it. Just if he did that. I feel bad for the dog, but the video of him kicking a dog would get 24-hour playback. And that's it. He'd be branded as a monster. Have you ever seen yeah, this video? Is that punching anyone with his tiny fists would concentrate the force so much that it might <laughs> detonate like a fusion bomb. No, no, Skojo. That's a completely different context. <laughs> <laughs> Not. I don't want him to punch someone on WrestleMania. I want him to punch someone <laughs> out of anger in a public place. Place. Uh, to be fair, though, punching Vince McMahon is still pretty okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> best thing he has done, probably. <laughs> however, however delightful the range of expressions Vince McMahon 
can can conduct because that man has a face made of silly putty. But I just I want him to do like one utterly like it doesn't matter if you're a racist, it doesn't matter if you're a bigot, it doesn't matter if you hate everyone. I want him to do one the one thing, a one thing that would just completely frame him as a monster for the rest of the election cycle. There's only one problem with that. There's still thirty percent of the country that's gonna fucking vote for him no matter what he does. Yeah. I mean he's Paul as a Ryan. Paul Ryan will be like, he is a despicable, horrible being, but you know, I can work with him to get what we need. <laughs> to so no longer we need kick to vote dogs. For him. <laughs> Look, I hate, I hate him. He tortures animals, but you know, Timothy we need McVeigh looks at him and said he would have been a good, he would have been a good guy. Yeah, it'd be like I need a Republican in the White House so that we can get our agenda. Please, don't <laughs> ask me any more questions. I'm going to go in this bunker now and wait till after the election. <laughs> Uh, where do republic where do they take old republican uh speakers of the house to to retire once their career is over do they take them to a nice farm where they can run free i'm pretty sure it's a golf course golf course it's a golf course with a strong internet connection so they can access a grinder (laughs) this is just anyway It could be worse. At least if you ask Paul Ryan, you get a response. When reporters ask Chris Christie about what he thinks on the situation, Trump responds. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what do you think the over-under is that the, uh, you know, like Ryan Priebus and Paul Ryan actually abandoned Trump? What At what point in the election? Because at some point, like when you know you're going to lose, like the can- they, they give the go-ahead to the can- other people that are running to kind of distance themselves from the presidential candidate. So... Usually that happens in, like, late October. Uh, so do you think that it'll be, like, late October? you think it'll be after the first debate? Um, I think I'll after the first weeks. debate would be would be pretty good, but I'm going to take a more conservative guess here. I'm going to say after the second debate. <laughs> I'm going to say two weeks from now when Trump has appointed a half-eaten cucumber sandwich as his campaign manager because he's run out of anyone else willing to do the job. <laughs> So, so in the first debate, do you think the opening line will be about will be uh, Trump thanking the person who killed Vince Foster, like that he's debating with, or like will it be? Uh, <laughs> he's just gonna like just throw a bunch of like really ham-handed bombs at Hillary the whole time, or call her crooked Hillary the entire time they're debating. That would be great. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be around then. I think it'll be the first debate a little bit before. I mean, if things continue to just blow unless up. He do- unless he pulls out of the debates like he's been half-threatening <laughs> to do. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could do... I can't imagine that he could do that and be and continue to be relevant. Um, I mean, even his own... When they do polls, even like... It's like 80% of the people and they're like, should Trump go to the debate? They're like, uh, yes. Like he should perform in he's, debate, you might. He's already hedging as if he's going, as if he's preparing for a loss. You know, it has to be the worst job. The guy who has to pretend to be Trump at the uh, like the during the debate prep, like that has to be like, sit there and be like, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's always saying, fun you... to play devil. It's always okay. fun to play the bad guy. Yeah, but can you even imagine how that debate prep is going? Like, okay, Hillary. When he talks about how you killed 
like this person. It could be this person. It could be oh oh. And when you when you like helped your your husband rape somebody or whatever, like you probably shouldn't react to that comment. Like you know what I mean? Like all the crazy crap that could be thrown just, at her just, in a debate that she would have to just keep straight face to be like, eh, and not just be like. I just, I just, I have to imagine uh, Hillary Clinton would have the same sort of expression she had on her face when she had to affirm the fact that she, you know, relied on scientific evidence about climate change. I don't know. Yeah. I think the Republicans would probably be happy if the Democrats stole a trick from their playbook and had a debate with an empty lectern. Yeah, because it's probably <laughs> the only way that they might stand a chance of coming out positively from those debates. Well, it'll be Gary. Jo- it'll be Gary Johnson and Hillary Clinton standing there with an empty podium next Maybe to them. Maybe they'll right? just convert it into a town hall. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's an idea. You have Gary Johnson, an empty podium, and Hillary. Hillary definitely wins the debate by default. Fault. Meanwhile, Gary Johnson loses in the debate to an podium. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Well, send your hate mail to Cherba. <laughs> Why has such an austere such an Country. austere system as the American politics, one founded on rational debate and discourse, how has it devolved into such a cavalcade of madness i blame baby boomers <laughs> yeah actually i blame 18 to 30 year olds this election wouldn't even be close if they weren't drifting away from that there was a they just looked at the poll results and like clinton is only beating trump by like maybe 10 points in the youth vote because all those youth 18 to 30 year olds are going green and uh libertarian uh and you know we could just have this be like a 20 point win where we don't even have to worry about it but people can't deal and of course the ones who definitely aren't going to vote hillary are like majority young white dudes who are voting for trump not because they're hardcore republicans but because they are well let's be honest they're voting for trump because they're They're fucking right wingers and are busy going no no we're the real left wingers Despite yeah. the fact of all of our authoritarian fascist ideas, the real it's the FARC independence. Oh, <laughs> uh, part oh, of this okay. is part of this is amusing. Part of this is horrifying, and just most of it's just kind of depressing. I would like Are you to sure know you're not looking at a gallery of photos of me naked, there, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> I am 18 days not commenting on social media on politics, and I've done decently. You, you I'm not getting the shakes there. I've, uh, the... No, you know what it is. George George IMs me almost every day to talk about politics. Has, funnily has, enough, oh, he's George. not taking up the mantle for you. No, he just, well, he just he just <laughs> chats with me about it, and I've been talking to Rim a lot about it. We just like chat instead of it gets it gets out of my system. You get your fix. Yeah, there have been a couple times where I really, really, really wanted to comment, <laughs> and I just I can't. And I, when I read when I read it, and people say so many people are saying stupid crap, and I just I'm like, oh, I'm not allowed to comment. This is freeing. You're not getting that someone's wrong on the internet. Kind of oh thing. man. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Oh my! Someone is always wrong on the internet. Mm-hmm. Ah, all right. So one last topic, and this one is more or less just a uh, a moment of uh, a moment of sadness on my part. Um, 
So the last, so Mitsubishi Lancer Evo car that I have loved for basically since I laid eyed, laid eyes on it. Um, it uh, the Mitsubishi came out with the final edition um, a little while ago. Uh, last year and the last ones are rolling off the assembly line and it makes me sad because uh my one of my one of my favorite cars they're not being made anymore it's not like a you good couldn't... car <laughs> but you didn't you never had one i know but i've always wanted to get a new one and but they're now... never gonna it's not it's not like they're gonna destroy all the ones that were created no you don't understand See, when most people go buy, the type of person that goes to buy a Lancer Evo 10 is the kind of person that's going to do everything wrong with it. Well, that's that's probably true. Wait, you're the sort of person who's going to go buy a Lancer Evo yes, 10. Yes, but, but here's the thing. If I go buy, if I could go buy a new Lancer Evo 10, every wrong thing I do to it will be my own doing. I don't have to go spend time fixing somebody else's wrong things <laughs> for me to go and do my own wrong things to it. <laughs> I don't want to have to fix someone else's fuck up so I could fuck it up myself. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of uncomfortable on the interior. They were yep. noisy on the highway. They were yep. noisy on the road. They didn't handle as well as they really should have. They, they only had five gears, you know. <laughs> But really, they weren't the worst car around. They, they were, were still nice. okay. They had the Lancer Evo has an amazing rally and rally cross pedigree. It's a mean looking little motherfucker. So, so does the Mini Cooper. Yes, yeah, so does the Mini Cooper. I'm not saying so does it the doesn't. the Citroen 2CV. <laughs> so does the Ford Fiesta and the Ford Focus and and so many other cars. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it it felt but that car just looked like it was pissed off the entire time. And really if you were a Lancer Evo 10, why wouldn't you be? You only had 5 gears. And look look on the bright. Well, I've never really been convinced that 6 gears is entirely necessary anyway. I think 90% <laughs> of it's just a fucking emissions measure. <laughs> but anyway, I can let's be honest though, like at least it it had a few feathers it could stick in its cap. Like, you know, it was a pretty well-respected rally car. Mm-hmm. It was better than a Tesla at everything but straight line drag racing. It, it beat was. The new, it beat the new Subies in. Uh, it beat the new Subies in a Top Gear test for um, for rallycross. Yeah, but that's like saying that silk is better than linen at a, for fucking making hoods for a clan rally. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not something you want to exactly pin to your fucking marketing material. I'm sorry. What do you have a problem with rallycross? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking for Top Gear, but okay. <laughs> I mean, oh. last I recall, Rallycross hasn't had a bunch of scandals for saying and doing racist things. But no, no, know. no. I'm talking Amer- I'm talking American Top Gear with Tanner Faust driving them. Not- oh, okay. You really need to specify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. American Top Gear is okay, just like the Evo. <laughs> American Top Gear also better than a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> not the best not okay the evo 10 was not the best car but it wasn't the worst car tesla, <laughs> tesla. Oh, not gonna oh, drive you under a semi 
<laughs> yep. I can confidently say that an Evo has never driven me under a semi-trailer. <laughs> oh my god. It was also, <laughs> in my opinion, so hate, in my opinion, it was only it was one of the only two cars that could successfully pull off having that having an obnoxious rear wing. It was the Evo and the WRX. Those were the only two cars that could successfully pull off having that obnoxious rear wing. I'm pretty sure they both came fucking stock with an obnoxious yeah. rear wing. Yeah. And they're the only ones that look good with it. Actually, yeah, to be honest, I can't imagine one without one. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the look. It looks wrong without it. Uh, hmm. So a brief, a brief, a brief goodbye to a good car. To and an that's okay a, car. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good car. Better than a <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, well, uh, thank you Scojo, and uh, for Jason, if you ever come back and listen to this, thank you for being on the show while you were and, uh, Jason's to- internet connection better than a Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna change the name of this episode. Better than a Tesla. Uh, so, uh, well, yeah. the show was. <laughs> well, this episode didn't drive any butter under anybody under a semi. <laughs> Oh Elon God. Musk never accused anybody of being like a uh, saboteur, fucking because because this show went wonky. So, uh, well then, uh, so that's that. Uh, you will hear from us next week on Acceptable Vices. Uh, I've got a decent show idea for next episode, but uh, you'll have to find out what that is then. Uh, until then, see you later. See you. Bye. Party Line is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.works. <laughs>